You are listening to What It's Like With Luce, a podcast highlighting ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm your host, Lucy Norris, and on today's episode, I'm chatting all things performing with a Belgian actor. From an early age, this week's guest found his home on the stage. Whether it be with music or drama, he always loved entertaining people, and so when it came to making decisions following high school graduation, there was no doubt in his mind about what his future career would look like. Enrolling in a conservatoire in Antwerp, he set to work honing his craft, and it has been success after success since then. Landing on our Netflix home screens after appearing in the British TV drama Baptiste, the Belgian native has had quite the journey. To share the behind the scenes thus far, here's what it's like to be Boris Van Severin. Welcome, Boris. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I'd love if we could start by chatting a bit about what you were like growing up and where your initial interest for acting came from. Uh, well, it started as a as a dream as a kid, I think, to be on a stage. I've always felt the need to entertain people, even at, at uh, family gatherings or something like that. I was the one to jump on the table and get asked the attention, attention of everybody. Um, so that was like a very early sign of, uh, <laughs> um, of wanting to act, wanting to perform, wanting to be on stage. But um, no, that was the first sign, first sign of, even my parents were like, yeah, you should definitely get a, do something with, with, with the drama. Not as, not like, more as a, um, find an outlet for all your energy. Okay. It was more that, that, that they searched for uh, uh, drama lessons or there's this really good, uh, youth theater in Ghent. Um, and they do, um, workshops with children starting from seven or eight years old. And uh, so I got into that and things went on a roll from there, from there on. So, yeah. Are you from Ghent? Is that and where you're that, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Belgium, Ghent. Yeah. yeah. Now I live in the countryside, not far from Ghent. Okay, very nice. Um, and so I suppose it all started as, you know, a bit of a creative outlet, an outlet for your energy, as you said, and as a passion. So how did you then turn it into your day job when it came to, I suppose, you're 18, you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. What happened next? Mm-hmm. Well, um, when I was 18, I, I started, I, I was still in school. I, I had a, I flunked two years. So I had, I was the worst uh, student ever, I think. I had to, um, I was 20 when I graduated high school. Okay. So uh, I had a sense of what I wanted to do than when I was 18 because I was already 20. So the, I really wanted to um, act and play music. So I went to, um, to audition for, uh, for an acting school in Antwerp, the, the Royal Conservatory in Antwerp, which focuses you have drama section and then you have drama slash music section. And that's what I um, was drawn to the most because I, as I was saying, um, just the stage, the stage was a, a, a desire for me. I wanted to be on a stage. And if it was with music, if it was with drama, if it was theater, it was, 
anything, you know, just being on a stage. And I, I was really passionate about music and about drama. So that was the, the most, uh, the choice that was most, the most evident um, to choose that one. And I had the feeling being at the conservatory, being in a class with other 18 year olds, that they were still, like they were doubting themselves much more than I was. I was already like focused in a direction of what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. So that was, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that time because it was really researching, like, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? Who do I want to be on stage, off stage? And then I started getting auditions for, for, for small roles in, in, in TV series and films and stuff like that. So from there on, since I graduated, I've never had uh, four months subsequently no, no work or something, or three months even. It's been really like, I've been working since I'm graduate since I've graduated. Yeah, so I'm really thankful for that. I know it's 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 not everyone can say that, so I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's great because I feel like a lot of mm -hmm. people just automatically assume that it's an industry that's going to take years to get a break in. There's going to be so yeah. much unemployment and things, but you didn't find yeah. that. No. No, and yeah, well, sometimes, but but then then it's then something pops up, and it's like it's it, it's exponential. When something pops up, the other thing is about to pop up, and so it goes on, it goes on, it goes on. So you never stop. But when you don't have a job, it it's also exponential. So if people don't see you enough, they're gonna forget about you. So so less jobs, less work, less. But it's always it's. I'm I'm really afraid of that point of um, not being able to to work as much as I am working right now and to become one of the actors that the world is so rich of. For me, it's really important to to stay focused, to stay committed to my job, and to to stay. Um, really stay on track of what what it is that I want to be or become or what kind of actor I want to become and 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 train myself and and um look at myself it's I know it's it's, it's a bit narcissistic maybe but it it is not it's not meant that way but I look at myself just to see what I what I'm doing when I'm playing or, and to see what can be improved and to see what can, what I can do better. And I think that's a very important part of our job to reflect. Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, something that's becoming more apparent to everyone as well. I think particularly in the pandemic and things, everyone's had mm -hmm. such a yeah, large amount of time yeah. to yeah. self-reflect. And it's been yeah. something that's changed yeah. people's lives, I feel. Um, and I suppose just going back to that point of drama school and studying acting do you think that it would have been possible to break into the industry without having that support system from um studying further in the field yeah definitely definitely i i don't think you need an education to be a a, a wonderful actor no not at all it just it helped me to get in contact with people that are in the field that's how it could possibly help. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to say this because 
as I was saying, I, I was already 20, so I had a feeling of how, who I was as an actor and what I wanted to portray and what I wanted to do. So it didn't change me that much. It just got me more sucked into the world of acting, which is I'm meeting um, directors, meeting other actors, meeting um, um, teachers who are also actors in the field. So that was uh, important or or. I can still feel the benefits of that, you know, when you, 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 you're on a set with a former teacher of yours and that's, it, it's, it, it's an instant connection and you're like, wow, wow. Yeah. How funny. Ten years ago, you were my teacher and now we're playing together. How awesome is that? So, yeah. so I, I've had a really good time in acting school, but, but if you, you don't need it, no, you don't need it. Of course not. I think it's something, well, it's 5% talent and 95% work. It's not all about talent because talent, there are lots of talented people, but they don't have the work ethic and then they, they get lost in the world. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very much, um, I think it's like 95% is the work you have to put into it and that you don't need acting school for, to put work in, into yourself and into your, acting yeah I suppose that's one side of things they can't really teach you you either have a, yeah. a good work ethic or you don't um and so speaking of work can you take me back to your first day on set I suppose the first time um you know you booked a job and mm -hmm. yeah you started working in the industry yeah um uh, it was weird it was weird because I had been doing theater all my life so in theater is is in a venue for people who are in on the seats on the far away from you and even the have to reach to the top of of the venue to reach everybody in 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 the the last row. So I remember being very um, <laughs> too big because I was used to theater, or and I was talking too loud because I was used to theater. So that took a while. <laughs> and and uh, it was really, yeah, you're, it's, it's two different jobs, actually. It's really two different jobs. And yeah, if I think of it now, it, it makes sense, right? If you're doing a thing and you call it acting, but it's only acting for theater and for in venues, and you have to do an acting job for film, you think it's the same acting, but it's not. Very, very different. Which do you prefer? And, and oh, that's a difficult question. It's a difficult question. I I like the 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 fact that it it uh, switches, so that I can do theater. I just finished um, rehearsal, rehearsing for a theater play, uh, and next thing I'm doing is filming again. So I I like them both. I like them both equally. Not equally, maybe. I think theater is more hard work is more longer hours because yeah. you're uh when i'm playing theater i'm also creating so it you take it back with you at home and so it becomes this stretch of thinking a lot uh in in film you don't need to take care of everything of every aspect of it yeah you know you know the sounds are going to be good you know the camera is going to be good you know um, the director is doing his job, you know, the editor is doing his job. So the, the, the job itself 
is less involving or in i find theater is more like it's it's three months three months and a half of very intense work with the actors you're you're playing the piece with and it's very intense and there's shouting and there's fights and there's verbal fights there's there's a lot of emotions coming in into play um because you're working on this together and that's what makes it also very interesting and very intriguing because it's it's like you're making you're making something together and that's that's what i find the most attractive part about uh, doing theater yeah it's i think it's really interesting the contrast between the both of them because as you were saying again from an outsider's view i feel like people would just lump them together and say like acting is acting but as you've just demonstrated mm-hmm. it's so different compared oh, to so different. to yeah. each other um and so as we spoke about just briefly before i watched you in baptiste the series on yeah. amazon um so can you tell me about that how that came about and what that was like to film um yeah how how that came about i i got a casting um call and uh it said like uh, the missing uh part three or something and i was like wow okay bbc wow big big a big job so i thought um yeah i'm definitely going to go but it's you you know that you're not the only one who's going to go that yeah. that's the thing you know there's going to be loads of people going so um i was like yeah i'm going to go but i'm not going to get it and that's always like my mindset because i don't like to be disappointed okay <laughs> uh, so i go but i'm like no i'm not, i'm never going to get this so i went thought i'm going to do my best shot and then walk away and never hear something again but at least they're going to they're going to see my face so that that's one step um and then i got a call back and i was like oh, okay wow uh okay so um i went back the same thing like okay now new scenes okay i'm going to go i'm going to give it my best shot and then i'll walk away and they'll never see you see me again um and then again a couple of weeks later i think i get a, a call back again and they're like yeah we we yeah, would you like to come in again? Because we're, yeah, it's almost, we're, we're still doubting, we're still doubting. And I'm like, how many are we? And they're like, nah, three, three of you? And I'm like, what? Okay, so I go in. <laughs> and um, and that's when, when I saw the other two guys. Usually you don't see them, so so I did it. And then I, um, again, like, I'm going to give it my best shot and then walk away. And I got a phone call from the producer, John Griffin, and said, like, yeah, we we want you. And I knew it from the start that I wanted you and the director as well. But the BBC was a little, uh, was in doubt because we have found you so quick in the process. Mm-hmm. And they wanted other options. So it was very clear for us that you were going to do it. But we had to say to them that, they were other options because they were after my first audition they they went like yeah we got the guy and bbc was like mm, well that's impossible you still have three weeks to cast so look at the others so that was like really weird for me because i didn't have the feeling that it went that well the casting it, it went good and i had a good connection with the director but 
you know, that that could be casting talk, you know? Casting is really weird. You, you get this enhanced version of yourself, like being really, <laughs> really friendly and really, hi, how, how are you? And sometimes you have the feeling of, of a director that he's doing the same. Yeah, I was, I was really amazed that I got that. Filming it was so much fun. Uh, uh, I have so many good memories about um, that director. The cast is amazing. Uh, Checky is amazing. Tom Hollander is the nicest guy ever. Uh, yeah, we had a really good time shooting it. It was nice. Yeah, it turned out to be a really great series. Um, and that's so cool that they knew that they wanted you from day one. Um, that's a, a yeah, yeah, big compliment yeah. to you. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I suppose looking back over your career thus far, has there been any major challenges that you faced or anything that you've ever come across that's maybe made you think, mm, this isn't for me? Yeah, I, I, what do you ask? Because I was in the month before uh, Baptiste. I didn't have anything uh, and I was like getting really like anxious about it so I was calling my agent like what what do we how how are, how are we gonna do this uh, and she said no don't worry things will come things will come so a month a month later I'm like fuck nothing is coming nothing is coming so then the casting call for, for Baptiste came and I was like okay fuck it if I don't get this job I'm gonna quit acting Really? It's really, yeah, really true, really true. I wasn't going to quit acting, but I, it, it was just a motivator for me to do that casting really good and to try to, to at least reach for the stars. So maybe that's my, my, my um, guerrilla method came across. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do in those months? I know you said you haven't had many of them where you uh, no. didn't find work, but in those months when you are, I suppose, without anything to do. How do you keep yourself motivated in that time? Motivated, motivated is, is, is the hardest part, but um, because it's it, sometimes it's, it's endless. Like now, I, I've just finished a job, and uh, the next thing I, I'll, I'll be doing is, is in August only. So I, I'm, I'm oh, like wow. five months uh, or six months. I don't have anything. But it's it's okay, you know, because I've worked very much the, the the past three four years, so it's welcome. But it's it's like it's gonna be the first time to have that. So, and now I'm just in the beginning, so I'm really enjoying it. I'm walking a lot. I'm uh, working out uh, a bit, and I'm reading, and I'm uh, so it's it's very very good now. But to look at it. It's it's so endless now. Like August is so far away right now. So yeah. Um, but I'm still like there are past things I've been doing to to fill up the gap. Yeah, the motivation sometimes is not what it's supposed to be, but that's also our job. I suppose it's also yeah. nice to have a break sometimes as well when you've been working. Yeah, so yeah, much. yeah, yeah. But when it's a calculated break, it's 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 even more um, fulfilling because when you when you're like, yeah, I've worked so hard three to four years, and now is a span of three months where I don't have to do anything, and then it's like again full on. That's the best, you know. That's because you know there's something coming, 
Do you have a dream role or an ultimate goal for your career? If you could look into the next few years, what would you love to see happen for you? Uh, a dream role is, is something, I think every role in which the character is a bit dangerous, but also brittle and a bit like every character that has something um, that speaks to me or that is something I can see myself doing, I find interesting or, or something I haven't done, um, I can find interesting. And if the project is, is, is nice, then I, I really want to look into it, to how am I gonna do this? And, and, and so every, every character that has a, this thing, this, this, this brittleness, but also a little bit of danger mixed with a large amount of emotionality, or uh, emotional i find i find uh yeah that that those are the characters i want to play i really like the fact that i'm doing a bit more um international uh things like i did baptiste last summer i did um i did a show for a french tv which is also new to me speaking french uh and acting in french so so i like the the, the challenge of speaking in other languages, playing in other languages. I find it very um, fulfilling. So that's something that I see myself doing in the next few years. But I'm, I'm also, I'm very grateful of what I've already had. And then I just have one more question for you and then I'm gonna let you go. Um, <laughs> if I put your 10 year old self in front of you today, having been through everything you've been through, both in life and then with your career as well, what's the biggest piece of advice you would give that 10-year-old self moving forward? Oh my God, that's, that's a difficult question, but, but I, I tend to look at life as, as um, everything that happens, happens. And not only for a reason, but it happens. And, and that makes you what, you what you are today. So I would just say like, go, it's gonna be one hell of a ride, but just go just go. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would say, because I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, um, to, um, um, how do you say it? I don't want to like warn him for something because that's, that's all he's going to think about then about the warning. And, and then he, that he's going to be afraid, but everything, everything, all the downfall and all the ups are, are have been such a help in, 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 in my life and myself as a person, as, a, as an actor. And, and so everything I, I, um, I have encountered, I've, I'm very grateful for that. There's nothing I would change. That's such a good way to, to live your life though, I suppose, um, to have no regrets ever. And that's another reason I'll never go to a fortune teller because I don't want to know what's going to happen because yeah, I will yeah. be afraid. <laughs> yeah, that, that will ruin the ride. Yeah. That will ruin the ride. Yeah. But that's so true. Well, thank you so much, Boris, for giving up your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, please rate, share, and leave a comment if you like what you hear. And don't forget to follow at What It's Like Pod on Instagram and Facebook. To find out more about Boris and his work to date, visit the links provided in the show notes. I'll be back on Monday with more inspiring stories. But for now, this has been What It's Like with Loose.